Let us get into what the Lord has got in store for us today in the name of Jesus Christ. And before I get on to it, these ones were placed upon my heart to declare it over each one of us. And I will, I'll, I'll, I'll read it out and declare it upon you and upon the whole of this church, upon our families. Because it says, the word that goes out of his mouth, it never returns to him void. It accomplishes what he sends it to do and it prospers in that which it is sent to. So the word of God is continually living. And as we have been encouraged here over and over again with regard to the word of God, it is taking effect and it's going to be manifested in each one of our lives in Jesus' name because he loves you and he loves me. He loves each one of us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the Lord says that the Lord loves justice. And the Lord will do justice for you in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will direct your work in truth. The Lord, he will make an everlasting covenant with you. He will make a covenant with your children, he says. Your descendants shall be known among the nations. Your offspring among the peoples. All who see you and see those that are of you will acknowledge them. That they are, you are, and they are the posterity whom the Lord has blessed. The Lord says you will greatly rejoice in the Lord and your soul will be joyful in your God. He declares that he will clothe you with the garments of salvation and he will continually cover you with a robe of righteousness. And that as a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. And he says as the earth brings forth its bud and the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth. So the Lord your God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before you, in you, and before all nations, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the glory of his wonderful name. Receive it in Jesus' name. There's a chorus we used to sing when we were young. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Sing it over, this little light of mine, hallelujah. I'm gonna let it shine, yeah, Lord, I say this little light of mine. Jesus, this little light of mine, I say, I'm gonna let it shine, amen, oh, this little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, you've given us a light. You've made us to be the light of the world. As you are the light of the world, Jesus, you have made each one of us here that believe in you to be the light of the world. And so as you are in heaven, so are we here on earth, the light of the world. And Lord, I pray that Lord God, this light shall surely emanate mightily and powerfully as for what you have promised and what you have desired concerning each one of us. And that your name will be glorified in each individual that is here and in these families that are represented in this place, O King of glory and honor is yours because you have called us for a time like this one. And Father, your light expels every darkness. In Jesus' name, therefore, dear Lord, we send forth your light into the lives and into the bodies of our sisters and our brothers who are unwell this morning. Father, we send the word of healing and the word of light into cars in that, in that particular hospice, O oh dear Lord, where she is. Father, King of glory, where people say that there is no hope, I find you that God, we are called Hope Community Church. There is hope in this place, and so there is hope for every individual that is a member of this family in the name of Jesus Christ. We send, therefore, the word and the light into cast right across in the middle of space in the name of Jesus Christ. King of glory, that the bolt goes across into our body, oh dear Lord, and does a change in her that brings glory unto your holy name as for your promise unto us everlasting father. We command pain to be lifted off from her body in the name of Jesus. We command the reversal of the spirit of death that is trying to destroy her and to cause so much pain over her. Lord we command the lifting off of that particular heavy burden from over our sister in the name of Jesus Christ and we speak your joy over her this morning in Jesus name it eternal father. Lord, we send this same word of healing unto our sister Nike, O oh dear Lord God. Lord, Father, we command she be lifted up, up from that particular sick bed in the name of Jesus. She be restored, pain be lifted off from her for the glory of God in Jesus' name. Father, King of glory, we command your healing, dear Lord God, upon our sister Sophia and upon our sister Stephanie in the name of Jesus Christ. We send also the same bolt of your light into their bones, into their bodies into their muscles, almighty King of glory. You are the Lord of hope, O everlasting Redeemer. And because you have promised us we believe you and we trust in you, King of glory. Father, whether we understand or we don't understand, but we know that you are not a man that you should lie. You are not a son of a man that you should repent. We command healing into their bodies now in the name of Jesus. We send this word of healing into the body of our sister, Jazz, everlasting Father, King of all glory, for the honor of your glorious name. We release this light, O oh dear Lord, that you give unto us into the body of our sister, and we command be healed also in Jesus' mighty name. We break the yoke of pain from over our sister's body, and we command Jazz be healed, be lifted up from that infirmity, and that yoke be broken from over your life in the name of Jesus. 
Jesus. Father, dear Lord God, we send this word of healing into the bodies of our other brothers and sisters who are here. They have not spoken of it, but they are in pain in one way or another. Some infirmity, one type or another. Lord, we also break that particular yoke. Your word has told us that by the stripes of Jesus we were healed. So I command that healing upon every single person in Jesus' mighty name. And every other individual that is, oh dear Lord God, Father, is represented here in the families, our families, those ones who are not feeling well, we command healing upon them. For you have given us the power. You say freely we have received. Freely give, almighty God. We give healing unto our beloved ones that we call them out of their sicknesses. They be restored into health in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you as we command your blessing upon our sister Gwen. Lord, gather you and establish her. You comfort her, Lord God. You surround her with your presence and with your love in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, for the honor of your name she knows the goodness of the Lord even in this season in the name of Jesus Christ for the glory of your name father we bless you for Iris we send the word of healing across unto her father dear Lord she was second cross in the ambulance Lord God we all upon your holy name yes Lord old age O king of all glory has its effects on our bodies but still even in old age your word has said they shall be like palm trees planted in the house of the Lord we send healing unto our sister, our sister Iris, the Lord, you also comfort her and heal her, and let there be a change in the situations concerning her, even her living conditions, Almighty Redeemer. Let there be a move within also the family, O oh dear Lord of God, for something new to happen, O oh dear Lord, that will bring joy into the heart and into the life of our sister Iris, and the name of the Lord shall be glorified. We worship you and we give you thanks. Blessed be your glorious name. Father, if I have not mentioned anybody by name, they are not forgotten. You know them by name. Let your ministry be unto them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and give him a smile. Tell him how Jesus is coming again. Hallelujah. Look across at another person whom you didn't look at. Tell him how Jesus is coming again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This is the hope that has been given unto us, that Jesus is coming again. We are not here just for the fun of being here. We are here for a reason. Our life on earth, our life in the world is, there is a purpose that God has allowed us to pass through earth, or to pass through the world. It is a trying phase. It is a disturbing phase. It is a phase of many challenges. There are sufferings, there are pains, you know. There are many things that happen in the world or on earth. But there is a reason why God has allowed us to pass through this particular phase. We may not understand it, we may not know it. But he says it is working for your good and for my good. Because he has got a home prepared for you, he's got a home prepared for me. He says there is a city, those ones who believe and trust in him. He says as they pass through this particular world, they are passing as sojourners. We are just sojourners. We live in tents. We are passing by. A time is coming when we're going to enter into our permanent houses. Praise God. For the glory of God in the highest. So that hope that God has given unto us, I want you to continue holding on to it. We are not here to, this is not our final joint that we be established in this plan. We must have our minds continually fixed on the fact that he went, he, there's a reason why he came. 
He didn't need to come, but he came because of you and because of me. Let us not disappoint him. Because he came for you, he came for me. He knew what the world is all about. And hence, that's why he came. There was something unique and special in you that he didn't want to lose. And that's why he came. But if we fail to take opportunity of that particular chance that he has given unto us, I tell you it is a great, it, it, it pains his heart, but there is nothing he can do about it. It is a choice that you make and it is a choice that I make. And today, as we share whatever it is that I'm going to be sharing, may, may the Lord open our eyes unto something new. We've been sharing for quite, a, quite some time in the times that I've been ministering. That is to do with God has given you life and favor. And his visitation preserves your spirit. Today I'm basically going to finalize that particular session. It, has, it is a session that has taken, taken long, but it is in line with something that the Father has been desirous to be able to reveal unto us. To be men and women that will know the visitation of God. As Hope Community Church, God wants you and I to know his visitation moment by moment. Why? Because of what he has called you or what he is calling you unto. Last week our brother who shared with us, he shared with us that message on the power of remitting sins. The power of remitting sins. And it's my hope and my prayer that you have got time to meditate on it, listen, listen to that message again over the podcast, and then, you know, assimilate it within yourself and make use of that particular message. It will change your life just as it changes mine and changes every one of us. The power of remitting sins. If you use that particular weapon, that power, or that you are a priest, you are a king. Pray for your families, pray for your friends, pray for your, for, your, for your communities, pray for your nation. Let us advance into the area that God is calling us unto. And you remember the other word it, it told you that we have been called to be a church of watch, a, a watchman church or a watchwoman church. We have been called to stand at a place to share, to give warning to as many as you can. And it's my prayer that you and I will live a life that will be a continual warning unto those around us that they may be able to desire to come to know the Lord Jesus Christ through our words and through our lifestyle in Jesus' name. I'll be sharing the last video today on the aspect of the light of revelation. From the very beginning of this year, I said this was to be a year of revelation and Oh, we've been sharing in so many aspects to do with the revelation. If you go through all the messages, whether it's mine or the others who have been sharing, there's something to do with the revelation of God that has been coming through. And today I just want to home in completely now on the aspect of, on the aspect of, on the light of his revelation. In Psalms 36, and the scriptures that we've been reading all along, as he says from verse 5, the main Christ is verse 9, but let us read the whole of it. He says, commit your way to the Lord. I'm sorry, that is, that is 37, it's from verse 5, 36. It is, your mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens, and your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the great mountains. 
Your judgments are a great deep. O Lord, you preserve man and beast. How precious is your loving kindness, O God. Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wing. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house. And you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. And verse 9 is where we are. For with you is the fountain of life. Last time we shared on the fountain of life. And today we are sharing on this final part. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. In your light we see light. And I want you to hold on to those words. In your light, O oh God, I will see light. And may the Lord grant you favor that in his light you will start to see light. In the name of Jesus Christ. Then verse 10 he finalizes. Oh continue your loving kindness. To those who know you. And your righteousness to the upright in heart. That is Psalms 36. Psalms 36 from verse 5. Up to verse 10. So. We shared from Job, Job 10.12. You remember that one. He has given me life and favor. And your visitation has preserved my spirit. We come to Hope Community Church and we have a vision for this particular church. And it's been there all, 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 all along. The, the three words that we have lived by and we desire to live by. And that is connect, grow and go. That is basically the vision. The vision that Hope has had. Or the vision from the beginning, from the beginning of hope, that we are people who connect because we consider ourselves to be like a family. We connect, we grow, and then we go. That is, in connecting, we get to understand each other. We be one. In going, in growing, you get to know God more, and you get to expand. You get to your senses, or your senses, your, your senses are receptors are opened more and more to understand more of God. And as such, as you grow, He says you'll be able to go forth. And this is in line with what he says in Matthew chapter 15, verse 13 to 16. A scripture that you know well. We'll be doing some cards. I'll be passing them across unto us. Some bookmarks. I want us to have that continually before our eyes. That you are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lamp stand and it gives light to all those who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. In connecting, he says, you are sold. You know what sold does? You can, not, you can almost not block it. It has a way to seep through wherever it is. You put it in food, it will not stay in that corner. It has a way to connect right all through the whole dish. And you will taste it wherever it is. The Father says, we are salt. We are not to be just, you know, by ourselves. We are to link up. Our bones must continually reach out and be able to link. And likewise, in that particular connection, in, the, in that particular connection, it ties in in what we have been sharing, that you have given me life. 
It is only that when you have life, you are able to reach and connect with others. And he says, he has given us life and favor. Where does favor come in? He says in that verse 14, you are the light of the world. The light grow, starts to grow right from within. Favor as favor comes upon your life. It opens your receptors to God and to the light that God starts to release within your spirit. And as you start to expand, then you, you, you start to shine. Somehow that glow starts to appear. And because that glow appears, it starts to affect your neighborhood. You start to shine out. And the shining out has to do with the going. Which in your basical search is salt, light, and shine. And it goes with grow, connect, or rather connect, grow, and go. Which is in line with what we've been sharing. Life, favor, and visitation. Now the visitation, so life enables you to get reconciled with your brother, with your sisters, you get reconciled with God. The favor of God upon your life opens your receptors to be able to receive more and more from God. And as a result, you start to grow and be established in the purposes and in the will of God for your life. And the visitation of God, it gives you the ministry of reconciliation. Paul says, he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He has given us the word of reconciliation. You and I, we have the that ministry and that word of reconciliation. So in his visitation, he gives you the message of mercy to be able to share out that mercy. He gives you the message of faithfulness to be able to reveal the faithfulness of God. He gives you the message of righteousness that in your words and in your lifestyle, our, you know, we communicate the righteousness of God. He gives you the judgments of God that as things are made right in your life, likewise you will carry out righteous judgment. You will not judge, but you will judge according to the mind of God, and that is to lift up others. You will have something to be able to share out. You will bring peace where you stand. He says in his visitation we shared, he gives you his love and his kindness. It starts to be made manifest in you. You are no longer that thorny, thorny person that nobody can come to, uh, come near your chest. People would like to come to embrace you because they feel warm coming out from you or going forth away from you. There is something about you that ministers the love and the kindness of God in your surrounding. In the visitation he reveals to you, we said, his hiding place, the protection. You are able to share about that particular protection out there as you go. And in his visitation, he reveals unto you, the, you know, about the anointing that breaks the yoke. He's empowering you so that you can set the captives free. You can open the prison doors of those ones who are held captive, be it in sin, be it in all kinds of lifestyles that are held back, as we were being taught last time. Start remitting the sins of, of, of people and the cords that have been tying them. Their hearts will start be softened, to be softened by the grace of God because you are declaring for the, over them, I remit their sins. Your husband has been refusing to believe on Jesus. Your wife has been refused to believe on Jesus. Your brothers, your sisters, go in your closet and start determining, Father, by your grace, because you have called me a 
priest, I remit the sins of my brothers. I remit the sins of your sisters, my sisters. I bless them tonight. Let their eyes be open. I release the blessing of eyesight. I release the blessing of your revelation to be revealed over their lives. No longer, you know, cursing them. No longer destroying them. But I release the blessing of God over my, my friends. I release this level. I remit their sins. Declare it with your mouth, just as we were told. As you blow that trumpet over them, I set them free. He says that anointing breaks the yoke. And as a result, your beloved ones will start yielding to the gospel. For once you will see your husband or your wife or your brother or your sister asking you, oh, you know what, where do you go Sunday every day? Can I come with you? And so I wonder, I, is, did I hear right? Yes, you had right. Because you have been carrying out your duty as the priest of the king of God in releasing them. In his visitation, he starts to release this grace and this anointing upon your life. It is you who goes as you draw near to him, we say. He draws nigh to you in his visitation. It will change your life and the life of your family. And last year, the last time we shared, you know, in his visitation, he gives you the fountain of life. The sprays of life continue to come over you and over. And as a result, you are able to, you know, blossom. And be able to attract others to that grace of God. That power starts to surge within you. That by his grace, as we share, he said, you know, freely have you received, freely give. He enables you to give something out for the glory of God. You will just not be stagnant. Not just a church member who comes and goes. But you'll be a man and a woman who makes a difference. And today, we touch on this particular aspect, as he says in that verse 9. In his light. We see light. What do I mean? What am I saying that in his light we see light? If you go in John chapter 8 verse 12 where Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Oh, he who follows me will not walk in darkness, but he will have the light of life. And thus, first and foremost, as you visit, as you draw nigh to God, he comes to visit you. He comes close to you. As you draw close to him, he comes close to you and he will allow you to experience his holiness. That's the first thing that in his light, you will see light. He allows you to start to experience that particular holiness. And I want you, as you sit there, look back into the life of other saints who have dared and they have longed for that particular visitation from God and see the change and the difference that they had in their lives and let realize when you do what they did, you will experience something of the visitation of God. Remember Moses when he cried to him and told him, if your presence will not go with us, then let us not, lead us not out from this place. We are not moving from here unless your presence goes with me. And I want that to be the cry of your heart. That Father, my family, my house is not going to move on unless I receive that particular blessing from you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And let that stirring be your Don't be the type that gives up because you're praying today, tomorrow, and next month, and the other month, and nothing has happened. That you say, ah, God is not interested in making me know this presence, or this presence is not a reality. It just doesn't happen. No. It happens. I want you to persist in that particular place. You will receive that particular visitation for the glory of his holy name. I want you to remember Jacob. 
When Jacob was running away from his brother and he was going away to Laban, to his uncles, he was surrounded with fear and with dread. He's fearful of where he's come from. There's nothing to turn back to because he knows death awaits me. My brother is mad at me. He will kill me if I go back. Where he's going is a place he has never been. It is a place where there are idol worshippers. He has got no clue of what kind of people he is going to meet. And he only knows they are my relatives. But he has got no other indication of anything else. He will have to go to introduce himself. I am the son of so and so of so and so. Who is your so and so? It is a difficult encounter that he is heading to. So as he runs and he goes, he is confused. He is afraid. He is in a dilemma. He does not know what to do. But in the midst of that particular dilemma and confusion, the word of God says he took a stone. That can tell you how tired and how, how exhausted and how depressed the guy must have been or how fearful. A stone was his pillow. You know how hard a stone can be. But the Bible says he used a stone and that is what he was laying his own head for that particular time. And on that stone, the word of God says God visited him in the night. He had a powerful vision where he saw the angels of God ascending and descending. And then when he woke up, he realized, I've been sleeping on a stone. What is that that I was seeing? The word of God says, he woke up and says, God was here and I did not know it. God was around and I didn't have a clue that he was in this place. When he arose from that particular place after that visitation, the man was not the same again. He was bold. He knew I. He who has appeared to me, he will, de- he will take me safely over. He will bring me safely, safely back. The visitation of God has something that it does in your life. I don't care the dilemmas that you've been in, but in his light, you will see light. I want you to draw close to that particular place. You might be in the depths of sickness, in the depths of despair, but in his light, You will see light if you hold on and if you persist in that corner and tell the Father, Father, I must know your visitation. My family must know your visitation. The story of my family must change for the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. In his light, Jacob saw light. It put strength in his feet again. He was able to stand up and to walk towards that side knowing I have got a great backing on on my... Nobody else could see it. Nobody else could know it. He had it. He saw it. It changed his life. In his light, you will see light in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord appear unto you in your fears. May the Lord visit you in your troubles in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord strengthen you yet once again in your weakness in the name of Jesus. May you see the light of God again in the moments of darkness that you have been in, in Jesus' name. May you see the light of God in his light. May you see light, my brother and my sister, yet once again in Jesus' name because he is able. 
concerning your children, concerning your families, concerning your, your, your circumstances, or whatever it is that is facing each one of us, in his light, oh, may I hear from you, God was here and I didn't know it. You'll open your eyes and you'll realize everything has changed and you discover, what? I didn't change that. Somebody else did it. And you'll discover, I've just had a visitation from the throne of mercy in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. In Psalms 103 and I think verse 6, the word of God says that he made known his ways to Moses. Moses cries to God at some point and he tells him, show me your glory. And in chapter 103 of Psalms, I think it's verse 6, he says, he says, he made known, I think it should be verse 6, I think he said, he made known his ways. Let me just confirm and make sure that it is the right one. Psalms 103 and verse 6, he says, he made known his ways to Moses, if I'm not wrong, yeah? Right, let me see. It's verse 7. Ah, fantastic. Praise the Lord. So there you are. So in that verse 7, he says, he made known his ways to Moses. The word where his acts to the children of Israel. The children of Israel only got, they could only see things happening all around. They would be excited. Ay, that happened. Oh, manna has come. The quails have come. Wow, ABCD has happened. The cloud of fire, the cloud of Venus over us, the pillar of fire is before us. They could only see the acts. They, but they didn't know how does that fire come about? How does this cloud come over us? Where does this manna come from? In his light, you will see light. Moses had a different experience. It is just not the acts. It's like he knew where this is coming from. He had the clue in advance. He could see the manna maybe in his vision. This manna going to come tomorrow. So he's relaxed. In his light, you will see light. God may want to reveal his ways unto you. And my prayer and my declaration over you that may the ways of the Lord be made known unto you. The word of God says, my ways are not your ways. Meaning, he walks in a different way. And he wants us to walk in those particular ways in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the glory of his wonderful name. In his light. May you see light in Jesus' name. <clears throat> Remember the disciples? After Jesus Christ had been crucified and he had resurrected. The one who God says, two of them were on the way going across to Amos. And as they walked across, they were sad and they were discouraged. They didn't know what to do. All their hopes had been dashed and crushed. The word of God says in that particular scripture, they'd speak to when Jesus joined with them. Jesus asked them, why are you speaking with such sad faces? Then they told him, are you the only one in Jerusalem who has got no clue of what has just happened in the few days that have gone by? Of Jesus, that prophet, the mighty prophet of Jesus, whom we thought yeah. We thought he was the one who was to restore the kingdom of God and the kingdom of, of Israel back into its glory. He's the one we knew he was our everything. The man fed the hungry, the man healed the sick, he made the blind see. But you know what? You are the only one who has got no clue. Our priests and our leaders just killed him the other day. 
meaning our hope and our everything is gone. They had forgotten one thing. He had told them three days later I'm going to be back. Not only back, I'll be the glorified one. Amen. I'll be back on the scene to look over. The word of God says in Jeremiah, he watches over his word to perform it. He looks over his word. He can't stand to imagine that his word will fail. So he dies and he gets up out of that particular grave. I can't remain dead. I must watch over my word. As Michael shared with us, meditate on this word. Praise the Lord. As Randolph shared with us the other time, think on this word. He watches over it. He rose from the dead so that he may watch over it and guard it to make sure it comes to pass. In his light, you will see light. The Bible says after they had broken bread, he opened their eyes and they recognized him. All along they had not been seeing him. He was with them and they had not been seeing him. But in his visitation, your eyes pop open. And what you have not been seeing, you will see. And you start to sing a new song. Nobody can understand why you are singing a particular song, but you know what you have seen. May the Lord open your eyes that you will see the light that is sending towards your house today in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord open your ears that you will hear the arrival of that particular word. As it comes through, it will open your eyes and make you to see what you have not been seeing in the name of Jesus Christ. There is a revelation that awaits for you from the word of God. There is a revelation that awaits for you in the dream. There is a revelation that awaits for you in the vision that God has been standing at the door wanting to release it across unto each one of us. He wants us to draw nigh unto him in his visitation. You will know his light. And in his light, you will see light. In the name of Jesus Christ. You can cry in your heart that I have not seen anything but today. May the Lord open your eyes that you will understand the scripture. In the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord unlock your spirit. That you will be able to see the secrets that have been hidden in this particular book. All these years in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord unlock your understanding and my understanding as well in Jesus' name that we may be able to grasp and to know the secrets of the kingdom of God and the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven in the name of Jesus Christ. The word of God says in a scripture that we know very well. John chapter 3 verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but that he should have eternal life. Have you ever asked yourself, why did God so love the world? It is evident from that particular scripture, when you see it, how he puts it, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish. It means perishing, is an established fact in the divine order of things. There is a perishing, something is going to perish. 
And that thing is called, is called the world. It is going to perish. There is no redemption for the world. But he says there was something in the world that made him to come. You and I. He says he knows that the world is perishing. And he knows that nothing in the world is permanent. He knows that the world is destined to come to a terrible end. Because the world is contrary to him. He knows that the world is in darkness. He does not know that it is in the darkness. That's the sad thing. And he knows that the world is hurtling towards its destruction. And he doesn't know that it is hurtling towards the, the, the destruction. The world does not know light. It cannot perceive the light. And it cannot see the light. You yourself know in the natural world, in the natural physical world, the absence of light eventually leads to death. No crops will grow, nothing, virtually nothing. When the sun, if the sun disappears, even the human beings will not be able to survive for long. In due time, everything will die. There is something about the presence of light that changes everything. That is even in the natural. Now look at something. The human beings are conceived in darkness. In the womb, there is no light there. It is pitch darkness. The, woman, the, 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 the human being is conceived in darkness. Now, for nine months, the guy grows in darkness. He cannot see anything. It is pitch darkness. And then, leave alone that. The only link he has to life is to his mother who has access to the light. So he and she, or she and her, they are one. They are actually one because of that particular link, of the, of, 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 of the, the link they have. Now, after, because of the umbilical, umbilical cord. Now, when he is born, again, the poor guy, he is born into spiritual darkness. He does not have a clue of where he comes from. Neither does he have a clue of where he is going. He is just dropped into the world. That is the state, your state, and my state as we come into the, as we come into the world. And as the scripture will say, what a wretched people we are then. <laughs> and you know, if we go to the motivational speakers, you know, we are encouraged to discover ourselves, discover our goals, discover our purposes, discover our destinies. That's what we are encouraged. And we are pumped up and people rise up and people do great things. But you know one strange thing that has struck me as I was wait, waiting on God for this prayer message. There was a verse he says that, you know, in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12, you can read it yourself. He says, there is a way that seems right to a man. As we pursue our goals, it seems right to a man. We pursue our purposes, it seems right to a man. As we pursue our destinies, it seems right to a man. But outside the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to remember... Every goal and every destiny, every purpose, regardless of how wonderful and how glorious it goes. The word of God says there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. 
Ecclesiastes, the preacher, you know, summed it very nicely in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 11, where he says that it does not matter what goal, what purpose, what destiny, all ends in vanity of vanities. It doesn't matter how much achievements I can say have achieved in the world. You know one of the saddest bits? When my hairs are going white and what have you, is when maybe I've achieved so much and I've gathered so much, I know so much, and yet soon they throw me six feet underground. I'm forgotten. All, all is gone. There is nothing to refer again. They only talk of what he found out, but I can't enjoy it, my, I can't enjoy it myself. And that's why the word of God says in John chapter, in John chapter 1, is the, is the scripture, the scripture that we know. And I'm encouraging each one of us. In his light, you will see light. He speaks of in the beginning where he says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Praise God. Then he says, as you go on, Father says, he, was, he says that that was the true light which gives light to every person coming into, into the world. So we are told of that in the beginning was the word. In him was life, and this life was the light of man. In his light you will see light. I want that cry to come in the depths of your spirit. It is a deep mystery concerning light, the light in the spirit. I remember one time in a, in a, in a, in a vision somewhere where I, I, I saw myself rising up in that particular vision and it's an encouragement to each one of us. And I was being drawn towards a light. And the more I drew towards the light, it became bright and bright and bright and bright. I couldn't understand like a force was drawing, a magnet was drawing me out of darkness into that particular light. And the closer I came to that light, the more powerful the light became. And suddenly, I entered into the light and in the dream, I became part of the light. And on becoming part of the light, I wondered, what, where am I? To my surprise, I found I was in a different world. I could see things I couldn't understand. I couldn't see great things spreading on either side of my, of my whatever, or, or, or as far as my eye could see. But strange enough, it was in that light that I had entered into. There is something about the light of God, my brother and my sister, that he's drawing you to. And I want you to cry to him, Father, show me your light. Father, reveal to me your light. Let this become a prayer for you. He's called us to be watchmen. He's called us to connect. He's called us to grow. And he's called us to shine. In his visitation, he is going to give unto you that which you are going to be able to shine abroad so that others will be able to find it. As we finalize, he said, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. The darkness could not understand, cannot understand that light. The darkness cannot grasp the light. The darkness cannot see or make sense of this particular light that we are talking about. The world, it cannot make head or tail. It cannot figure out this particular light that, you, that we are talking about. But you 
and I, we are able to see that light. That's why he came. Your neighbor is able to see that light. That's why God is making you to be a light in the world. Your place of work, they are able to see that light. If it shines anywhere where they are, the human being is made in such a way, he will be able to glimpse and he will see that particular light. The, 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 the demonic world and the world of evil hates that light, so he does not know it. They have closed their eyes, they cannot see it at all, at all. They don't even want to see it, and they don't want to hear about it. But the human being, there's something interesting that God has placed in each one of us. That even that one who is in the darkest of the darkest, he is able to see that light when it shines. Wherever they are. My brother and my sister, you are the light of the world. I am the light of the world. Is my light shining? Is your light shining? It will shine in that particular moment of visitation. You will make a difference for the glory of God. And that's what God is looking for. God so loved the world that he sent his only son to be a light. And you and I, we become that light. That's why we say Jesus is the way. He comes as you enter into him. He brings you to the source. Just as I entered into that light and find myself in a different world, the word of God says, as we draw close to this particular light, we shall enter into it. And as we are assimilated into that particular light, it is not a light that I can teach you how to enter into. It is you as you cry unto God and you come unto him. He opens your spirit and you behold it and you will know it. You will have the experience. You will not be at the mercy of that one who has a, an argument in the name of Jesus Christ. Will you will to have that particular light? May the Lord open your eyes that you may receive that light. He says, I'm the way. As you enter into that way, he brings you to your souls. In his light, you will see light. Your source is light. You are a child of light. And he wants you to emanate with your nature. That is light with us you are for the glory of God in the highest. The word of God says Jesus is the truth. That is your reality. The person who you truly are is inside Jesus Christ. In Jesus, in his light, you will see light. You are just not a Caribbean. You are just not a British. You are just not an, an, an Asian. You are not an African. No, you are a child of light. And you are part and parcel of Jesus Christ. In his light, you will see light in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your reality is inside this particular light. Your purpose is inside this particular light. I want you to come into this particular visitation because your fulfillment is in Jesus, in this particular light. And your completeness is in this light. In his light, you will see light in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You, whether you understand yourself or you don't understand yourself is immaterial. Come close unto him. As you draw close to him, you will be zapped into him. And as you enter into him, you will start discovering this is what I am. And the purposes of God will start to unfold in you. The word of God says in John 8, 32, you shall know the truth 
and the truth shall make you free. In his light, you will see light. It is a coded light. It is a coded secret that only your spirit can plug into it. As you draw close unto it, you will not sit under a man or under a woman to be able to receive this particular revelation and this particular insight and this understanding. This insight and understanding and power and grace comes as you draw nigh into that particular light, which is the Lord Jesus Christ himself, and you enter into that visitation because he loves you and he loves me. He loves each one of us. The visitation of God will bring this brightness that releases revelation into your life in Jesus' name. It will consume anything that is not of God in you and in me in Jesus' name. It will expose every darkness and drive it away from each one of us in the name of Jesus Christ. Take time and read Zechariah chapter 8 yet once again. You will see what you have not been seeing all along in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There will be no shadows around in Jesus' name. And least, and least of all, as we close, in the book of Daniel, chapter 2 and verse 20, the word of God says the following. This is the time when Daniel blesses the Lord, if you begin from verse, after Daniel receives the revelation of, of Nebuchadnezzar's dream. I want you to look at the circumstances that this child of God was in. Death was glaring in their face. Because they had been warned, if you can't get the revelation, every one of you is going to die. But in his light, God will not allow you to die. And I pray that God will not allow you to die in Jesus' name. You will not die. You will live and see that and declare the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in Jesus' name. The Word of God says, Daniel answered and said in verse 20, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, for wisdom and might are his and he changes the times and seasons he removes kings and raises up kings he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding he reveals deep and secret things i want you to get hold of that he reveals deep and secret things and secondly he knows what is in the darkness he knows what is in the darkness. And lastly, and light dwells with him. He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness. And light dwells with him. Darkness cannot you know, abide in his presence. As we say, light exposes everything. And revelation will flow freely into you in this particular light. As he visits with you, he will reveal his holiness unto you, and his revelation will become your portion. And in his light, you will see light. Shall we bow down our heads?
with our heads bowed, I want you to look at your own heart and let this be the cry of each one of us as we pray for each one, each other. Meditate on these words as your eyes are closed and as you think on him. Cry unto him from the depths of your heart, Father, let your light shine unto me. Let me see your light. And as Daniel says, he reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness. Light dwells with him. When he comes to you, you will become part of that particular light in the name of Jesus Christ. Hope Community Church, we have been called to be a light to the world. We don't have a light of our own, but he has made us to become light. Let us become light, shining to each other. Reach out to our beloved ones who are suffering. Let us share love with each other. Reach out to the dear ones who are in hospital, the dear ones who are sick, the dear ones who are lonely. Let us send that light out. Let our neighborhoods know that there is hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let our soul to be made manifest. Let us start interceding for our streets and our communities afresh as we send that light, as they sleep, send out the light. It will come upon them in their sleep for the glory of God. You hear they are sick. The Lord releases his anointing upon you. Go across to their house and tell them, may I pray for you? I believe in Jesus. Don't hold back. Let that be an opportunity to go out and witness. Just tell them, I would like to pray in my church. We, we pray for the sick and God does something for them. Allow me to pray with you. Just pray a simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I ask the healing to come upon this man or this woman in Jesus' name. Let him know your love and your light. In Jesus' name. That's all you need to do. It is his work to heal. Your work is to obey and speak the word across. Let us become the light in our community for the glory of God in the highest. This September, I want us, as you, as you think, pray, be praying. I want us, go willing. In, in the Bible study, we are beginning to study on the issue of becoming witnesses for the Lord Jesus Christ. We're changing the Bible study to become Bible study stroke fellowship. Times for, for testimony, time for studying the word of God. And we are majoring on becoming witnesses. I want in October for us to start reaching out into our community. If it is to take a table out by the Perryville bookshop outside there and start, you know, handing trucks out, call people to come to sit there, pray for them. Let us do something. Let us start putting an, a mark of what God is doing in us and through us in the name of Jesus Christ. Become a light. Father, we give you glory. We give you praise. And if you know you're here and you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, maybe you've never made that decision. Come and see me after the service. God would like to touch you. And if you are here also, you need prayer. Come and see me. I will like, get some dear ones who will be able to pray together for the glory of God in the highest. And so, Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the light of God. Grant us this favor that in your light we shall see light in Jesus' name.